Do you hear that buzz? That's the business buzz. Welcome to the Thursday edition. It's uh, been a very hot week here. I hope everybody's staying cool and uh, not getting over overdone with that unbelievable record heat we're having, but so glad uh, that you're listening. I have a very special guest today. Uh, my name's Harold Littlejohn. I'm a CPA, uh, 1208 Mangrove Avenue. I've been at the same location for 27 years. I love to help people, number one, lower their taxes, number two, get their business uh, records in order and start doing business as good as they can to make as much as they can because as we know, taxes, uh, they don't seem to be going down lately. Uh, we've talked a little bit in the past about possible new tax laws with the new administration, but that can take years and no one really knows what's going to end up happening. So today I want to start out, before we bring on our guest, I wanted to bring out some verses. Uh, these are Bible verses re related to money. And I think it's important uh, when you're talking about your faith to keep in mind that there's nothing wrong with money, but it can change your attitude. And there's a lot of things in the Bible that have mentioned it. So I just want to do, uh, give a few quotes and then give you a few of my feelings about that, uh, the subject of money uh, as it relates to the Bible and uh, things like that. So uh, in Proverbs 13, 11, dishonest money dwindles away, but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Well, now that's, that's pretty much, that kind of sounds like a Ben Franklin thing, uh, where the uh, penny saved is a penny earned. Um, here's one from Hebrews 13.5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Well, that sort of goes without saying, but the key there, remember that famous saying about the root of all evil is the love of money. It's not that money's evil, according to the Bible, but the love of money can be. And so that's really, you know, you have to just figure out where are you at, where are you at mentally with your money? Does money mean more to you than love? Uh, that's kind of how I look at it. Um, here's uh, one that's kind of interesting. And this, this really has a lot to do, in my opinion, with when, you, when he talks about no one can serve two masters, in my feeling that's your two, your two sides of your life is your spirit side and your physical side. So I always think of the two masters uh, idea as you cannot serve both the physical and the spirit. But uh, this quote from Matthew 6.24, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So I, uh, I kind of like that one because in my opinion, you need to separate things in your mind between your spirit side and your physical earthbound side. And uh, whenever I hear these uh, biblical passages and these sermons that talk about go to the church and all that, I always try to equate the church more with the spirit side and say you don't need to necessarily uh, be in a physical building of a church, but you need to take your mind to the side of your mind that is the spiritual side. So uh, with that, I'm now going to introduce my guest today. He is a longtime uh, financial services expert. He's helped a lot of people over the years. Uh, help them manage their money, help them invest their money. He is a longtime uh, Butte County resident who has devoted uh, years and years to helping his clients do the best they can with their investments, uh, and especially people in the retirement age and the uh, getting ready to retire age. So uh, I'd like to introduce today uh, Mr. Steve Boyd of SLB Financial Services. Hi, Harold. Hi, Steve. Good to see you. Likewise. Thanks for coming. My pleasure. Now, the listeners, uh, pretty much uh, most of the listeners who are in the retirement age era, they have some money possibly in a retirement account, possibly just still in the bank. They still might be working. But right now, uh, the market itself is 
tell us a little bit about where you see the stock market. Most people have 401ks or IRAs, and it's sort of in the stock market. Some of them don't pay attention to the exact uh, balance of their money every month or something where they, they probably should. But uh, give us a little bit of an idea of what you think the market where a lot of people's money is sitting right now, uh, what's that look like right now? Well, it's very exciting. Market's been reaching all-time highs on a regular basis. Question is, where does it go up from here? Is it going to continue to go up? It's going to level off? Or is it going to go down? The answer is, nobody knows. That's right. But we've had a run in the market on what we call the bull or the upside that's been unprecedented in market history. Wow. The market has been reaching new time highs and has had a run for a tremendous period of time. Every market does have a correction. Call it a correction, call it a pullback, call it whatever you want call to. Call it a crash. Call it a crash. This market is overdue for that. Will we have a crash? Will we have a correction? We will. When? Nobody knows. How much? Nobody knows. But it is coming when folks who are retired and approaching retirement have to ask themselves, the last time we had a significant one, starting in 07, all of 08, a little bit of 09, how did they feel when they saw every single month their money going down in value? Especially if what they have is what they've worked a lifetime for, and this is all they have. And the problem is when you lose money, we always use the example of $100,000. You lose 50%, you've got $50,000. If you get a 50% gain, you're not back to 100, you're up to 75,000. Plus, most people where they have the money invested are charged fees of some sort. So that comes right off the top. Wow. So what folks have to ask themselves at this stage of my life, how much risk am I willing to take? Yeah, that... Let's talk a little bit about the uh, one feature that people don't think about too often is the upside potential versus the downside risk. How would you describe that in a high market like we're in? Well, everyone's fine with making money and everybody wants their money to go up. Again, the question comes is, will this market continue to go up or does it do what it typically does? It goes up too high and then when the inevitable pullback correction comes, it typically goes down too low. And I think a good question people ask themselves is over the next six months, year, two years, are we more likely to go up 10, 20% or something we don't even see right now, are we more likely to go down 10, 20% or even more? And all the indicators show, again, we are, to use the expression, overdue for a market turn down, market crash, call it what you will. And when that comes, it's like a falling knife. You don't know when it's going to end. I'd like to point out for the people who are approaching retirement age or retired, a lot of uh, brokers that I've come into contact with via my clients and things, a lot of times their philosophy sort of is, oh, don't worry, it always comes back. We're here for the long run. And truly, if you look at a long-term chart, it always does eventually come back. What's your feeling on somebody whose broker might be saying, let's just say the market drops 10 or 20% in the next few months, which it could. And the broker tells the customer, well, it always does that, you know, hang in there for the long term. How do you feel about that? And are there some alternatives to just kind of sitting there as a sitting on a chopping block, so to speak? Well, that's a great question. And you have to ask yourself, how do I feel as far as a comfort level with my money? Now, if you're 20 years old, just getting into the workforce, going to be contributing to society, the market, and you're going to be building your 401k, 403, what is for the next several decades, in a sense, the market turndowns can benefit you because you'll be buying in at a lower price. That's a great point. Dollar cost averaging. At the stage of your life, if you are retired or approaching retirement, and this is all the money you have, what you want to ask yourself is very simple. How much of my money am I okay with seeing evaporate, go down. Will it come back? Well, it always has in the past. There's no reason to believe that it will not come back again. The question is, you brought out, Harold, so adroitly, how long will it take for it to come back? What, what's been happening the last couple of major downturns? I know 2000 had a bad dot-com bubble crash. Right. And 2007-8 had a really big real estate plus stock market crash. Right. I call it a crash when it's, what, 40 to 50%? 
Well, we're called a bear market when you're down 20% or more. Okay. So I don't think a crash is a bad word to use, but both turn downs, hardly anybody saw coming. There are a few folks on the sidelines that did, but for the most part, they caught people by surprise. Because of the world we live in now, so much computer trading with markets, the market will almost feed on itself when it starts going down. And then it reaches a point where it will go too far down. And sadly, statistics show, especially with folks who are retired and approaching retirement, they reach a state of panic, and most of them end up selling, if they do, at or near the low. For those that do hold on, and the brokers always say hold on, because they get paid no matter what, the market eventually comes back at that same question again. Do I have the time to make up those potential losses? If I'm in an IRA, 401k, an account that requires a distribution, which is called an RMD, required minimum distribution age 70 and a half, I'm forced to pull money out whether I want to or not. So I've got two things happening, a market going down, and I'm also required to pull money out on an annual basis. And that's also the amount you have to pull out if you're 70 and a half is based on the prior year's balance. So you could have a real healthy big balance at the end of December, but then when it's time to pull out next year, you could be down 50% theoretically. Right. The balance is determined, your RMD, as of 1230 of the previous year. Right. So you could end up really being unhappy about having to pull out at those low prices. Pulling out a larger amount based on a lesser account, which takes the account down even more. Wow. That's why it seems a course of prudence for those who are interested is to at least secure some part of their portfolio, make sure that what they have is safe, cannot go down. But more importantly, these days for folks, we're living longer, which is great, especially if you're in good health. But do you have enough money to last you for the rest of your life? Sadly, a lot of stats show that people do not. So it's important to find programs and plans that will give you guaranteed income for as long as you're breathing on the planet Earth. Now, some of these programs with guaranteed income also have a feature where it may not be currently taxable as it grows. Is that true? Correct. Called either tax advantage or tax deferred. So, and of course... Folks that are listening familiar with IRAs, 401ks, know they already have that with those what are termed qualified accounts by the IRS. But also on the non-IRA accounts, non-qualified accounts. Like money accounts, in the bank. Sure, money just sitting in the bank, even a brokerage account. Whatever you make on that money in a traditional investment, you typically pay taxes on on a regular basis. There are tax advantage plans, tax deferred plans, where you get to decide when to pay the taxes. It's not something that is done on an annual basis. And that can really help because you that are retired, if you're drawing Social Security, the taxability of that will go up based on your other income. So if you have a way to reduce your income, you can kind of do a double whammy and also reduce the amount of Social Security that becomes taxable. That's another feature. And Harold is the tax expert. I defer to him on all tax (laughs) questions. Now, uh, before we get too far into all this uh, good uh, financial uh, discussion, uh, Steve, uh, when we come back, we're going to have a break in a little bit, but uh, how long have you been helping people uh, in the Butte County area? So I started in business in 1985. I started up in Reading, but I believe it was in 87 that I moved to Chico. Right. My wife was born and raised here. We actually live up in Forest Ranch now. We have two children, so we have deep roots, especially my wife in the community. So I guess 30 years in the uh, yeah. Butte County area. Yeah, and and I've known Steve for uh, pretty much all of those thirty years, and uh, he's helped a lot of people. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some other items that are financial. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about was the the yield on people who might have some money in the bank. Uh, what's that? What's going on lately with that? Well, of course, if you go to a bank, you have what would I call the traditional bank products, money markets, savings accounts, of course, checking. And, of course, the one that folks are familiar with, CDs. And, of course, CD stands for Certificate of Deposit. There was a time when a CD was a nice place to be, when the yield, when the interest rate was perhaps 3 4 5%. Those times are long gone, and it doesn't appear that we're going to be seeing them anytime soon. Right. So I think maybe three or four years ago, people that looked at these low rates were probably thinking, well, it's got to go back up at some point, and now it's gone even lower and lower. I notice with my tax clients that the ones that earn a tiny bit of interest are earning even less every year. It goes down and down and down. 
almost every CD is point something, which means... Less than 1%. Less than 1%. Wow. And, of course, what people always have to remember is a little thing called inflation. No matter what happens, every year the price of products, goods, and services goes up. We're heading toward a break. Uh, we'll be right back to talk more finances with Steve Boyd. And we're going to get all of his contact information for you, too. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Hi, it's Matt Four. And Erica Smith. And you should join us every Friday for Chico Now Friday at 1230, 5 and 9 p.m. Why do you say? Why should you join us? <gasps> because we like to have so much fun. We do. And we talk to people in the community, organizations and businesses. And we hope that you listen because we enjoy it. And we want you to be there because without you, we might as well be talking in a closet. <laughs> you are there, right? I am here <laughs> on KKXX 104.5 FM and 930 a.m. Protection Plus has the right to bear arms as a Second Amendment privilege that we've held sacred for more than 200 years. Protection Plus stands proud and firm for those foundations of freedom, freedoms that still ring true today. Remember, the U.S. way is the only way. That message from Protection Plus in Paradise, your full-service certified NRA training professionals. For more information, call Protection Plus at 530-872-9457. That's 872-9457. Reminding you that we live in the land of the free, thanks to our brave. What is your role in the fight against cancer? The answer could be as simple as driving your car. For many cancer patients, getting to and from treatment is one of their toughest challenges. The American Cancer Society needs volunteer drivers to help provide transportation for people in your community. Through the gift of a lift in your car, you can help patients take one more step in the road to recovery. Get in the driver's seat in the fight against cancer. To find out more, call your American Cancer Society at 1-800-227-2345 or visit cancer.org. Welcome back to Business Buzz. Well, now we're here with Steve Boyd. Uh, Steve, can you give us some contact information? We'll repeat it again, but um, what is the best way for someone out there to get a hold of you just to, to have a probably a, a just a free discussion type meeting? Is that yeah. what you do? No obligation review. Our local number, we're still uh, local old-fashioned. Just pick up the phone. Area code 530, of course. 899-8885. For those out of the 530 area code, it would be 1-800-278-1751. Again, 530 is the local number, 899-8885 or 1-800-278-1751. They're welcome to look at our website, which is www slbfinancialservices.com, but we do encourage folks to call. When you go to the doctor and the doctor says you've got some kind of situation, almost every good doctor is going to recommend to get a second opinion. We also recommend folks, no matter how happy they are or they think they are, or maybe they're not sure, is to get a second opinion. We're happy to look at things for them. If you're in great shape, we'll certainly let you know and congratulate you. If there are improvements that can be made, adjustments that can be made to help you as you go through for most of our clients, pre-retirement and retirement years, we're happy to make the recommendations. And then whatever you decide to do, of course, is entirely up to you. Well, that's great. Now, uh, Steve, when you hear people in the investment community say something like the average market return over the last few years is 10 or more percent, uh, what, what do you tell people when you hear that type of talk? Well, if you take it from 2009, when the market kind of started the rebound again after the previous crash correction, they're probably correct. But the fact of the matter is, when you look at the market over periods of time, and we don't just invest for the next year, the next years, we're going to be investing for the rest of our life. That being the case, when we look at markets over periods of time, and take the period of time you wish, but it's interesting, the actual yield in some of the studies we've done is barely over 3%. Now, the problem with that is that's the gross. Then whatever investment company you're with, be it a large firm, online firm, they're going to charge you fees. And they charge you fees no matter what the market does. Market goes up, you charge the fee. 
mark goes down, you're charged a fee, and you're charged a fee on the entire amount. You have to subtract that from the return, so your net return is actually smaller. We have a study we did over a period of time where it showed the return on average with good and bad periods was barely over 3%, and again, that is a gross return, not a net return because you have to still put in the aforementioned fees. Yeah, and the other thing about those fees is how easy is it for some of the listeners to see what the fees are that they may be paying every day? Great question. So, of course, you get statements that most people don't take the time to look at or decipher, but more importantly, most of the fees are going to be structured or put into what's called a prospectus. That's something that is sent to you by all the companies you're invested with, especially mutual funds, which where most folks have their investment dollars. And almost everyone I talk to takes the prospectus, they then proceeded to put it into the round file, which is a nice word for the garbage. For those that do try to read it, I've been told they've been written by 15 Philadelphia lawyers, very hard to understand. Even if you can, it's hard to find the fees in there. They will show you most of the fees. But there's a little sneaky thing in the industry called hidden fees. And that's mostly with mutual funds, ETFs, strange traded funds, where they can charge you other fees that by law, called good lobbyist, they don't have to disclose. Right. So fees are typically a lot higher than most people are aware if they even think of that. Now, one other topic that is of concern to me because I see this with some of my clients, if I'm not, if it's a client who might be living out of state that's moved, I don't see them on a regular basis, but I help them with their taxes. And they come to me with a statement of some investment they put a lot of money into because maybe they inherited a chunk of money or something. And I ask them, how did you find this or, you know, how did you get this? And they tell me, oh, I was at the bank and the guys at the bank offered to sit down with me and help me with my money. Can you tell me a little bit about what goes on at a branch bank? So a lot of times they'll be looking at the various accounts out there and the people that have done their research know they're not making much just sitting in a money market, savings account, checking account. So they want to look for other ways, other areas to make more. And the banks are well aware of that. And they will direct them to certain investments that may or may not be in the client's best interest. What many folks fail to do, in this case you mentioned banks, but goes throughout the industry, is take the time to get to know the potential client and find out what their true needs are, their fears, their expectations, as they get to know the client to then devise a plan that is, as much as possible, custom-tailored to their own needs. And, and I don't mean to badmouth banks, but it does sort of bother me because I would imagine that the banks may be looking at the deposit side and then steering the maybe the elderly client over to the investment desk right. and it might not be clear to the elderly client that these are not FDIC insured money they're switching over. They're very risky, sometimes you know, very risky assets. Is that possible? I've had many clients that are with me now come to me that had a similar situation to what you've mentioned and typically the investments they put in based on what their needs are were wholly inappropriate for their needs extremely high in the amount of fees and charges, a huge amount of risk, and not having the access that they needed to have with what their situation was. Right. So basically just inappropriate treatment of some people. And, uh, you know, well, we, all, and we all know through the news that there are some banks, we won't mention any names. I just heard we had the incident with one large national bank where they were opening fake accounts uh, opening accounts for people right i just heard the other day that that same large bank that starts with a w and ends with an o uh you go get them harold was that bank was also i believe modifying mortgages without signatures and i just heard that a few days ago I'd have to research that one. Right. Well, the sad thing is, we don't want to be too cynical of a populace, but in this day and age, it's not hard to believe almost anything that we hear. And the first one you mentioned that has been uh, truly vetted and found to be true, the opening of what we call phantom accounts, because the salespeople are under so much pressure to open up more accounts, that's what happened. And of course, as is typically the case, of the higher-ups, none of the heads rolled. 
That's right. They, they always escape prosecution, as, as they say. Yeah, they spend one da- bad day before the Senate, and they're off in their uh, multi-million dollar jet. With their yacht, golden parachute. There you go, with their golden <laughs> parachute. Yeah, speaking of golden parachutes, now there may be some listeners who have heard other financial people sort of, you know, touting, hey, we can do, we can help you. We can get you out of these low-yielding banks and really, you know, make make life wonderful. Tell us a little bit about some of these, even though the, the Chico market here might not know these names. These are people who advertise. T- talk a little bit about that type of alternative investment that people might be getting swayed with and talk a little bit about some of that. Sure. As mentioned with Harold, we do have an office here, and this is where my home and my family is in Butte County. But, of course, a lot of folks live down in the Bay Area, so we have a presence down there. And these shows are much more popular down there. They'll probably be moving up this way. Uh, some of the more popular ones are bankonyourself.com, Safe Money Millionaires, Wealth Beyond Wall Street, Misfortune Radio, Live Abundantly, Max Funded Tax Advantage Insurance Contract, and there's a few others we'll talk about in a moment. Those all basically have one premise, which is take the money out of your IRA, your 401k, your 403b, your TSA, your TSP, whatever the, again, qualified plan is, and put it into our account. And basically what they're having you do is cash in your retirement plan to buy a life insurance. And the pitch, because that's what it is, is, well, you're going to pay tax on this money when it comes out. So you, this is actually taxable uh, retirement money they have to take out to do this? They're this going, isn't a rollover? No. They're oh, going wow. after the IRAs, 401ks, et right, cetera. Right. And their pitch is, well, yes, but once you're over here, then, of course, your withdrawals are tax-free. What's not really disclosed like it should be, in my opinion, is when you take money out, and Harold, you can comment on this better than I can, of the IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, et cetera, because of our tax system, you could pay an extraordinarily high amount of tax on that money, both on the state and the federal side. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about this tax subject and a lot of other information coming your way. So stay tuned to the Business Buzz. Welcome to our show. I'm Scott Allred. I'm Ben Taney. I'm Trisha Coder. And I'm Matt Four. This is Jessica Wilkerson, one of your hosts of Chico Now. A half hour designed for the community and brought to you by the community. Each day, one of our hosts will join with people from organizations throughout the greater Chico area. We want to let you know what's happening in Chico Now. So join us at 1230 Monday through Friday here on KKXX for Chico Now. Hello, I'm Gary Crossland. Everything in the Old Testament points forward to Jesus. Everything in the epistles points backward to Jesus. That's why I encourage people to read the words of Jesus every day. This is where emotional and spiritual health come from. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. Well, where do you read his commandments? But in the Gospels. Now, I know that it's easy to get a little confused when jumping between one Gospel and the next which is why I wrote the Merged Gospels. It's where all four Gospels are literally translated from the Greek, broken down word by word, and merged back together into one beautiful chronological story with not one word of scripture removed. You can't buy it in stores. It's available only online at mergedgospels.com. It's great for new believers, for personal devotions, and for group studies. There's also an audiobook. And as always, you get to name the price. Just go to mergedgospels.com. This is Pastor Glenn from Butte Bible Fellowship. I want to take a moment to invite you to come to Christ, to ask Him into your life, ask Him to forgive you of sin and be your Lord and Savior today. Take that step. Ask Him, pray to Him, and then tell someone that you've made that decision. God bless you in your new life. Pastor Glenn Cheney and KKXX, sharing the good news with Northern California. Business Buzz is back online. 
We're here with Steve Boyd. Steve, for anyone who wants to get in touch with you, let's give them some contact information right now before we jump back in. Easiest way is just to call us. Again, we are a local, as you pointed out, uh, Herald Company. So our local number is, of course, area code 530-899-8885. If you wish to use the 800 number or out of the 530 area, it's 1-800-278-1751. You can certainly look at our website, which is www.slbfinancialservices.com. But we do encourage phone calls. We'd like to talk to folks. Happy to sit down with a no-obligation review. There are things that we can do to enhance or to put you in a better position, either pre- or post-retirement. We'd like to explore that with you. Now, sometimes I have, uh, I have some retired clients that I, every year, offer my services with a house call. Uh, I do find that if I go to their house, if they missed grabbing a certain paper they need to get their tax done with me, we're at their house and we can get it. Do you do house calls? We're happy to do house calls. We do find them beneficial for the reasons you said, Harold, because the best way for us to look at folks' situation is to see where they are. And the paperwork they have is right there. So if they're comfortable with that, it certainly is a much more advantageous way to take a look at what their entire financial situation is. Now, the other thing with uh, working with working with Steve he has 30 years under his belt here in the local area. So you have lots of people that you've worked with. If anybody wanted to talk to a reference, you would have no problem doing that? Absolutely not. So it's a, it's a real safe, uh, it's kind of like me. In my business, I offer a free initial consultation. Um, Steve Boyd does the same. And uh, you can feel free to give him a call and... Uh, like I say, no matter what your situation, I think he'll find a way to help you. And if he doesn't find a way to help you, like he says, he'll congratulate you on being a financial genius. <laughs> and uh, it's it's hard to find that out in the uh, in, in the in the world these days. Now, uh, Steve, a lot of people get this fear thing going, where it's like, oh no, maybe you need to buy gold. Inflation's going to take off. Tell us what you've kind of seen statistically about inflation in the real world. Well, gold slash precious metals gets a lot of play in the advertising community. And the big, if you will, pitch there is inflation is going to go out of control. You've got to buy gold slash precious metals. So when you look at the data, it actually points an interesting picture. And we looked at the CPI, which stands, of course, for Consumer Price Index, in essence, inflation, from 1980 to 2006. During that time, the CPI slash inflation doubled. So you would have expected gold slash precious metals to have doubled during that time also. Interesting, if you look at the data, and everyone, you're welcome to do that. It's easy to find online. From 1980 to 2006, the price of gold stayed approximately the same. So this, for lack of a better term, fear-mongering of you've got to buy gold slash precious metals because inflation is going through the roof is not necessarily the best way to go. That being said, we definitely tack toward safety for our clients. And in the years I've been doing this, we've never had a client lose any money. One of the reasons for that is, again, we always use safe products. There's no guarantee that you can buy a precious metal today that it's going to be worth more the next day or even the same. It could even go down in value. I know some folks have a lot of experience with precious metals. They continue to buy them. And again, it's not a bad idea to have maybe part of your portfolio there, but there's no guarantee of safety. And that's true. I like to recommend to people just as, a, as an insurance protection in case of inflation, they can have a small percentage in some precious metal investments. But, you know, it's not going to be the answer to safety. Now, one of the things you mentioned that I want to touch on is you have been helping these clients here and in the Bay Area, but, you know, all around Northern California for 30 years. Is it true that they have not lost a penny? Yeah, and it's not that we're, quote, financial wizards. It's just the products that we choose to work with. And we always want our clients to make sure their money was safe and secure. They can go to bed at night, knowing when they get up the next morning, what happens locally around the world, their money is still going to be safe and secure. People say, how do you do that? I use the example of a bank CD. Now, it's not exciting these days. It's paying next to nothing. But you know, as of tomorrow, the CD is still going to be there. 
or we have products in our opinion that are light years ahead of that, but still guarantee the safety of the money. They guarantee, depending on how it's triggered, it will provide them income for the rest of their life as long as they're breathing on this planet. Now, once they stop breathing, does it really matter much? Not too much. <laughs> At least not here. I wanted to introduce my co-host uh, today, uh, Douglas Broughton. He's the uh, chairman of uh, CBNA. How you doing, Douglas? Fine, Harold. Appreciate it. Hey, Thanks. great to see you. I know Good you're a busy here. man. This guy runs more businesses than, than he wears hats, I guess. So <laughs> however that, may, if that makes sense. And um, the... Uh, is, is there anything that you've talked about, Steve, in the past? Because of, I've, uh, I've attended some of your seminars. Um, is there anything that some of the famous people that, that the audience may see on television have said about certain investments, like when they hear about some of those bank investments we talked about, like variable annuities? Oh. Don't we have some famous people that have come out and warned about some of those bank-type investments sometimes? Sure. And... To be clear, the bank itself, I've never seen a case where it actually promotes a variable annuity, but then they have the guy in the next office That's that they the, what send I mean, you yeah. to right. that may very well promote a variable annuity. In fact, and, in the 80s, Charles, um, that guy from the SNLs, actually, oh, Keating, Keating yeah. he was actually convicted because the bank was taking people to a different desk, but not telling them that this was a, a risky investment. Right, and that's the problem with variable annuities. Kind of with a broad brush, they've given all annuities a bad name, which is not fair, but the variables are the ones we tell folks to be very wary of. Here, the term variable means just what it says, it varies. Market goes up, it may go up. Market goes down, it definitely goes down. And they have extraordinary fees that are attached to them. They seem to have more smoke and mirrors than Houdini ever dreamed of. Now, uh, let's just say one of, one of our, our audience members has a... The, the famous hundred thousand dollars in their in their stock account and the market does one of its big things that it did in 2000 and in 08 and now their hundred thousand is worth fifty thousand right they lost fifty percent right what rate of return do they have to make to get back to where they were and that's kind of a uh, difficult question to answer but if looking just the numbers itself a fifty percent loss a hundred going down to fifty if you get a 50% gain from there, of course, you're not back to 100. You're at 75,000. Wow. If you get a 100% gain, you'd be back to 100. But the reason why that's difficult to process, because you continue to have the fees the entire time. You have the fees on the way down. You have the fees on the way up. And I'm sure folks will recall the market goes down a whole lot faster than it goes up because the market is, a, for lack of a better term, animal driven by fear and by greed. Fear being a stronger emotion. And that's why you have to ask yourself, when the next downturn comes, and it invariably will, are you positioned so that you will not be impacted by that? What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again in the same way and expecting different results. We like to position folks so their money is safe and secure. They get a reasonable rate of return, and they can get an income that will, again, last them for the rest of their life. Right, which is the goal. Now, if we all knew, like you were saying before, if we all knew the day we were going to die, this would not be, they wouldn't need you quite as badly. That's, there's some truth to that. Yeah, I mean, you could plan your exact amount of money, and, you know, the people who are going to die like two months from now would just start spending all their money. But I'm sure as everyone that's listening is aware, folks are living longer. But again, the problem, among other things, is they have not planned for that longer life, or they may not have set up a distribution plan, so they will have that income coming in. When the problem with Social Security, as you're well aware, Harold, the increases on that have been minimal, to say the very least. The so-called COLA, cost of living adjustment, has been extremely fall. You need to be investing for more income for a myriad number of reasons. Right. And there are ways to keep your money safe and still make a decent return. There are. And that's what we probably do the most with my firm is help folks to have their money safe, have it secure, get a decent, as you put it, rate of return, and still have the advantage of the income that will never go down, never decrease. 
Now, one of the things I tell my clients who are a little bit older, um, present company excluded, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> when you, if you're 60, let's say you're 65 years old, you've set yourself up, you've got enough, you've got a good money in your IRA, you've got some money in the bank, you've got a pension and some Social Security. What all you really need at that point is to make sure you maintain what you have. I mean, pretty much, isn't that sort of, you're not trying to double your money when you're 65 years old in a short period. Well, as far as keeping what you have, we always have to factor in inflation. So it is nice to have some growth there. But I always ask clients this, are you more concerned about a 20 or 30% increase in your portfolio? Are you more concerned about keeping your money safe and having a reasonable growth rate of return? I can't think of a single client that has said, oh, I'm more concerned about making a huge gain. They want to keep what they've worked a lifetime safe. We all know the saying, I'm more returned, I'm more concerned about the return of my principal than the return on my principal. <laughs> now, that was either Mark Twain or Benjamin Franklin. Or, or Will Rogers, depending okay, yeah, on who you ask. Depending on who quotes it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's amazing. So go ahead, Steve. So income is important for so many reasons. And now we speak to the women a little bit. The statistics show that you ladies will live longer in most cases than us. A lot of times when a spouse dies, income can go down. Expenses typically don't change a whole lot. Social Security can be reduced. Sometimes the pension benefits of the spouse can either cease or decrease. Tax brackets, Harold, you can comment on that, may change because you're no longer filing married, you're filing separately or singly it's a big problem for surviving spouses they have a certain amount of income as married and they get used to a certain amount of tax and if the one spouse passes away a lot of times these retirement monthly monies don't change much because that's the way they set them up to give the surviving spouse the income it's a big shock when the surviving spouse is now single and her tax amount doubles that's a real big problem so we're going to talk some more about that when we come back and we're also going to finish up learning some more about how you can get some help from Steve Boyd on your financial situation, no matter what that is. We'll be right back. Hi, this is James McDonald, Bible teacher on Walk in the Word. You know, every day we receive emails and letters from listeners just like you, men and women who have been impacted by Christian radio. I got to ask you, have you taken the time to call your radio station lately? Whatever you're doing right now, just stop and pick up the phone. Your station needs to hear from you and know that you're standing with them. I can guarantee that your words of encouragement and financial support will strengthen this station long after your call's been made. I'm Paul George of the Indiana Pacers. When I was six, my days were spent playing basketball. When I was six, my dream was to make it to the NBA. When I was six, my mom had a stroke. So I want you to learn to spot a stroke fast. F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911. I'm Paul George. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college, which ends up making the future better for all of us. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. We're back. The business buzz is rolling along. We're in our final segment here. Steve Boyd's here helping us with our financial uh, ideas for safety and some return on your investment. Uh, he's got tons of good ideas. He's helped a lot of my clients. He's been helping people for 30 years. I really encourage you to uh, get in touch with him. Steve, give us some quick contact info again right now. Sure. Again, as you've mentioned, Harold, we are a local company. 
our local number, of course, area code 530-899-8885. If you're out of the 530 area, we have an 800 number, of course, 1-800-278-1751. And we're old-fashioned. We love to be contacted via phone. You can certainly look at our website, www.slbfinancialservices.com. But please feel free to pick up the phone. Give us a buzz. We'd be happy to chat with you. And if it works out, to sit down and go over a few ideas with you. That's great. Now, one subject we haven't talked about yet, but we need to, uh, we're sort of gearing this towards people of near retirement or at retirement age. Let's talk about the whole world of the finances involved with medical and that type of thing for people that are retirement age. That's an extremely important topic because statistics show that half of us will need some kind of assisted living during our lifetime. It's typically the wife at 70%. Why? Because, face it, overall, you ladies are better caretakers. You typically live longer, so you've taken care of the husband. He passes. No one's there to take care of you. 70% of you will need some kind of care. That's an amazing statistic. Be it home care be it an assisted living facility, and that can be extraordinarily expensive. If you haven't taken the steps to make sure that you have enough income for that, it can be a pressure point for the entire family. Now, also, everybody out here should also be thinking about the entire idea of making sure that the surviving spouse, if something happens to one of you, that the surviving spouse has income options uh, number one, to avoid a lot of taxes, but number two, just to stay afloat and not have, you know, not lose all your investments. That's why, again, that lifetime income that can never decrease and never can go away is becoming more and more important as, again, people are living longer, but they still have the same amount of money. There's no guarantee that the pension you have today, look at Detroit, is going to be there tomorrow, next week. The governments, both on a federal and a state level, have made promises to, quote, employees that they statistically will just not be able to keep. And it's likely that any listener out there has not probably been told this on their mainstream news, but the state of Illinois is about ready to ask Congress if they would allow them to file bankruptcy, because right now it's not legal for a state to go bankrupt. Now, how would you feel if you weren't watching your investments and maybe your pension is from a Illinois state fireman's fund and your investment advisor back in Chicago has been putting you into Illinois municipal bonds that may be defaulted. I mean, this is the type of thing that can happen. Well, that is a great point because we used to think in the old days of bonds as being basically the safe place oh, yeah. to oh, go. Oh, we got you in bonds. Don't worry about it. The number one bond sold is the Muni bond, which says stands for, as you put it, municipality, municipal. If the, quote, bond that's being held by a city like Vallejo, Stockton, some cities back east. Detroit. Detroit. They declare bankruptcy or they go under. You don't just lose some of your money. You lose all of your money. That's why it, again, is so critically important to make sure the money you've worked a lifetime for is positioned so that you will have the income you need when you need it. And no matter what happens to external forces, it will be there for you, grow at a reasonable rate, and will continue to pay you that income again for as long as you're here. I think one of the main things that Steve could help you with by just giving you a review of what you have, one of the worst things I see is a lot of my clients, I ask them, now, do you pay attention to your 401k or do you pay attention to the investment account that you may have inherited or something like that? And some of them actually say, no. When it was going down, I was so upset, I started just throwing the statements in a drawer. So I've actually seen people who don't even look at their balance, and that's just a disaster waiting to happen. The, everybody should have a review of their finances, at least by themselves, but also with the help of a professional. Now, you've, you've been here 30 years helping a lot of people. What's some of the crazy stuff you've seen when you first met somebody? Have you seen people who hadn't opened their statements? Oh, yeah. And a lot of people say, well, I just don't understand them. Here's a terrible statistic. People will spend more time planning a two-week vacation 
They, and they will their entire financial future. Well, I have entrusted that to so-and-so. And the question I always ask is, who should care the most about your money and your finances? Everyone knows the answer. Well, I should. But typically, people have not done the research. Either they don't want to, or it's too confusing, or they don't like it. That's why, like you said, Harold, reach out to somebody like myself that's been doing this for decades and can give you the advice and get you positioned so that you can have a much more enjoyable, productive, and healthy retirement. So to, to kind of recap, there are ways to invest your money safely and still have money available if you need, you know, let's say your roof starts leaking and you need to grab 10 or 20,000 of your uh, account, you know, next month. You have ways that people can keep their money safe and still have some access? And also, very importantly, I keep stressing this, have a guaranteed income for the rest of their life. Right. Problem with a lot of people, and I have a little picture that I use, I call him Oscar, and he's Oscar the ostrich, and he's got his head stuck in the sand, either because he's afraid to look around or he doesn't understand or doesn't want to, and you cannot keep living that way. You need to take a step to make sure that you are positioned the way you need to be, and if you are, great. But if there are enhancements that can be made, it's definitely worth your while to take a look at it and to explore those enhancements. Wow. Yeah, I've, uh, uh, and uh, just for the listeners, I've known Steve almost 30 years now, and I've actually referred some of my clients who need his type of advice, and uh, they are just some of the, I know they're sleeping so much better because they tell me how happy they are to have a safety and a return and they just, they love it. They really do. Nice to hear. Yeah. So uh, what other advice would you give some people these days? Oh, I don't know, just in, the, just in general. Let's say somebody's getting ready to retire. Um, let's say someone's going to work two more years and then retire. Would you advise them maybe to increase, if they haven't been doing full amounts into their 401k, would you increase? advise them to maybe add to it? Well, depending on the situation. I always want to look at that and make sure we see the whole picture. That may very well be a way to go. But since you mentioned 401ks, if the company, which is becoming more rare these days, is doing kind of matching, which means they're giving you what we call free money, always take the free money. Always take the full matching. Should you put more in there? Maybe. That's a discussion, again, that you'd want to have because you want to look at the entire picture before you make any recommendations. Now, but uh, even though life insurance might be a weird thing that some of those other companies want you to do with your whole portfolio, life insurance could be a, a part of somebody's portfolio to protect their family wealth if they have a large estate. Well, if they have a large estate or even if they have a smaller estate or they want to make sure there's tax-free money, if it's positioned correctly, either modified endowment plans or life insurance may be a good thing to have in your financial package. Again, something to look at, and it would be a piece of the financial picture. That's why we always want to look at everything so we can make the recommendations that are most suitable for that individual's unique needs. Right. And you cover the life insurance side also if they need that kind of help. Yes. And just understand what life insurance is for. The programs we're talking about for most of the uh, hour today have been for folks that want to create income for themselves want to continue to live the lifestyle they have or maybe even enhance it and have that money continually coming in, growing at a reasonable rate. The life insurance is really for the folks that are left behind. Whether it be a large or a small estate, the tax-free advantages to the life insurance can't be um, oversold, but it does two different things. So we want to make sure that it again would be appropriate for the person's situation if we were to do that. Right. Yeah, that's one of my more common questions with my clients is they say, oh, uh, my mom passed away and I got a you know a $20,000 life insurance and they're worried how much tax they owe and do I need to have them prepay some tax? And they're always so very happy when I explain the fact that life insurance proceeds from a face value of life insurance like that are completely tax-free. On both the state and the federal State level. and federal. It's a real nice thing. Right. Uh, now, for the people who are unfortunate enough to have a net worth over about $5.4 million, there's a whole other world of taxation called the inheritance tax. Uh, President Trump has mentioned that he wants to get rid of it, but like we were saying before, it could be years until anything happens on the tax front with a new administration. So 
it just in case you are someone or know someone with that sort of quote problem <laughs> it's a very very expensive tax and i think some people don't realize that the farm that your grandpa owns used that used to be worth two million dollars could now be worth eight or ten million dollars I mean, i'm just saying if you aren't planning for this kind of thing you could have a major disruption upon death when your family owes two or three million in in tax upon the death of a wealthy relative so that's just a little topic i wanted to bring up in case uh, you know anybody has relatives that have not assessed you know what they really have for the estate tax but um now the whole uh, the whole situation of iras and roth iras you've been dealing with those forever well for as long as uh, the roth's been around right and um, so uh, the listeners could ask you questions about that too sure they might need to know uh, should I convert my IRA to a Roth IRA? That's one of the more popular topics these days, too. It is. Before we even get into that, a lot of folks have 401ks, 403bs, TSAs, TSPs from previous employers. There's a number of reasons why in almost every case you'd want to convert that to an IRA. And just, I'm not sure how much time we have. We have just a minute or two. Okay. So in short, if you have those kind of products, the 401ks, 403bs, et cetera, you're limited in your investment scope. But secondly, you're paying a lot of extra fees with those programs that most people are not aware of. There's ways, again, to get rid of those fees and to get you investment vehicles that will give you what you want to have now and going into the future. That's great. Let's get that contact information one more time, Steve. How do, how do people get a hold of you? So again, our local number, obviously area code 530 Eight, five. You're out of the five through area code, since everyone has a cell these days. Our 800 number is 1-800-278-1751. But again, the local one is 899-8885. Leave us a message. We'll be happy to call you back and visit with you. Our website, www.slbfinancialservices.com. Now, are you looking forward to getting back up to the uh, higher altitude in Forest Ranch uh, today? It's not much cooler there, but I am looking <laughs> forward to this weather breaking, yes. <laughs> right. I saw on the news last night, if it does hit 112 today, it'll be the highest temperature in the last 10 years in Chico. It has been hot. I remember the day of my uh, when I was a college student at Chico State, and my summer job was working at Jack in the Box, before it was remodeled, it was more like a real box made of glass and metal. And it was, uh, I believe that day was 117 degrees and the air conditioning went out. Wow. But they didn't shut the store down. So <laughs> uh, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> yeah, well, I mentioned earlier, my wife was born and raised here and I think, and I'm not sure, she remembers a day of close to either in the high teens, 117, I believe I believe that like record that. is something like 117 to 119. I don't yeah. think it ever hit 120 because I okay. know Red Bluff has hit 120. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah, it's pretty and amazing. Yeah, that's one word for it. <laughs> <laughs> so Forest Ranch, you probably get a relatively cool temperature of 95 on a day like today? Probably. I think we're breaking 100 a day there too, though. Wow. Yeah, and not much cooler at night. So KKXX, Paradise, K280GL, Chico, and K283AR, Chico, Yuba City, Marysville. David Gressley Carpet Service would like to remind us as we get together with family and friends to celebrate the summer holidays, let's remember to celebrate safely, sanely, and soberly. Remember, alcohol and gasoline do not mix. Practice moderation and common sense. The life you save may just be your own. This reminder is sponsored by David Gressley Carpet Service, where they are proud to be a member of our business community and happy to be involved in this community awareness effort. That's David Gressley Carpet Service at 402 Weymouth Way. Hello and 
welcome to our show. I'm Scott Ulrich. I'm Ben Taney. I'm Trisha Coder. And I'm Matt Four. This is Jessica Wilkerson, one of your hosts of Chico Now. A half hour designed for the community and brought to you by the community. Each day, one of our hosts will join with people from organizations throughout the greater Chico area. We want to let you know what's happening in Chico Now. So join us at 1230, Monday through Friday here on KKXX for Chico Now. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. North Korea is calling it a success, supposedly launching an intercontinental ballistic missile. The missile allegedly flew higher and longer than previous tests, eventually splashing into the Sea of Japan. Correspondent Ken Martsugu reports Japan is anxious about North Korea's weapons program. Japan's main concern, obviously, is, is missiles that could hit Japan, which is much closer to North Korea than the United States. And this latest missile fell into waters off of Japan, as several missiles have. And each time this happens, of course, this raises some alarm for the government and to a certain degree within the public as well. It'll be difficult to confirm many details about what